0: hey man is that the garage rock show podcast yeah man well turn it up
1: man
2: this is the Garage Rock Show podcast. To those of you already supporting the show with a monthly subscription, thank you. If you're not already a supporter and you'd like to help make this show possible, please tap the link in this episode's description or visit anchor.fm slash Show to become a monthly supporter. And make sure to check us out online at thegaragerockshow.com and make sure to give us a like and a follow on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash garagerockshowpodcast. It's Friday. It's time for another episode of the Garage Rock Show podcast. Chris here with our special guest this week. Aaron, thanks for coming. Coming back this week. Yeah, what's happening? Uh, Kurt, thanks for joining us, man. Hello. Charles, good to have you back. Hello. And uh, George, once again, thank you, man. Thanks for having me. Of course. And uh, we got, of course, this is episode number sixty-five, Friday, June twenty-first, twenty nineteen. This month's giveaway. Uh, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're giving away crap? Goes. Yep. Wah, wah. We got some crap. Uh, <laughs> here, let me turn off that
3: fan too. Shit. If this it's month it's giveaway crap.
2: All right. Uh, This month's giveaway, uh, we got Bad Religion's new album, Age of Unreason, Jimi Hendrix, Both Sides of the Sky, Pink Floyd, The Early Years, DVD, CD combo, or Long Strange Trip, Untold Story, The Grateful Dead Blu-ray. Your choice. Just text the word PODCAST to 68683. Go through the steps. Confirm your entry for this week's uh, giveaway. So good luck. New albums out this week on the Billboard charts, guys, on 21st of June. New album from Collective Soul what yeah we got <laughs> one called blood
3: Dude. I wonder how many years it's been yeah. since I was laughing
2: I've never heard of Harry and the Potters <laughs> what is that <laughs> Harry and the yeah, Potters that's some probably that's... some punk band or yeah. something <laughs>
4: yeah and, that's, good
2: that's a fun. good one right Harry and the Potters Uh would be Harry better if they the all Potter. dressed up like Harry Potter
4: too
2: <laughs> I know maybe they do uh, <laughs> Hatchy Hollywood Vampires that's that one with uh, Johnny Depp and um oh yeah Alice Cooper Alice Cooper, Cooper. And who else?
3: Oh, oh, it's uh, Nick Lachey. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> good stuff. Uh, no, it's it's a uh, God. Who is it? Oh man, why why am I drawing a blank here? I know who it is. Oh, it'll come to me. Yeah,
2: we'll think about it later. Hot Chip, uh, Mark Ronson, Prince has his originals, uh, which are a bunch of demos. So that's being released. Um, the Raconteers, uh new one, Titus Androticus Trina, oh. and Willie Nelson. Ooh, ride me back home! Wow, so Willie's got a new album out, so that's cool. Ride me back home, he says, huh? (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Who knows what Willie's thinking there? (laughs) Um, All right. So, rock news this week. Unfortunate um, news as Dave Mustaine has been diagnosed with throat cancer and canceling most of 2019 tour dates. Um, He says on a Facebook post, "Quote: I've been diagnosed with throat cancer. It's clearly something to be respected and faced head on." But I've faced obstacles before. I'm working closely with my doctors, mapped out a treatment plan, which they feel has a 90% success rate. Treatment has already begun. Unfortunately, this requires that we cancel most shows this year. The Mega Cruise will still happen uh, later in the year, and uh, all information will be on Megadeth.com. Uh, he's thankful for his team, family, doctors, and more. So kind of crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Coming out of nowhere. Um, just like, yeah, I got throat cancer.
3: Yeah, um, i think he has a good pass on the Megadeth ship. He's, the, he's, he's, he's got a solid pass
4: wasn't the mega cruise already looking like a flop anyways it looked kind of
2: funky the the lineup was a little wonky
1: i mean come on dude don't you want to be like with like 5 7000 sweaty-ass fucking dudes watching Oh yeah, for the fucking week, you know?
2: Yeah. That's great. And imagine, like, going through, like, chemo yeah. and then being on a goddamn boat,
3: like, oh, getting all no sick way. or something, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, God. Fuck all that, so... Just like the marionettes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, some more
2: rock news this week. Uh, Chris Cornell's widow and ex-wife are apparently fighting over his estate. They're locked in a legal battle. Uh, oh. It's estimated over 20 million dollars. Uh, court documents uh, say that Vicki Cornell filed a petition to administer Chris's, uh, his estate following his death. She lists the sole beneficiary, beneficiaries of her husband's last will and testament, which was signed in 2004, as herself and the Cornell Family Trust. Vicki had two children with her husband, Tony and Christopher, so that's, I guess, them. However... Cornell's first wife, Susan Silver, and the daughter they had together, Lillian, are claiming in court they are owed child support from a 2004 divorce settlement. She believes she is owed a percentage of Cornell's royalties. Uh, they want an accounting of the estate to determine just how much they're owed. Uh, so, just kind of wow. crazy, right? That's nuts. Um, some of these... Um,
1: Didn't we talk about a uh, couple of weeks ago? Wasn't there someone else that was having a problem? Uh...
2: Yeah, I can't remember who it was. It was Tom Petty. Tom,
1: Tom Petty.
3: Petty. His right. daughter oh, yeah. wanted to mm-hmm. license food with his name. It's like, come it. on, man.
2: Yeah, she wanted to do like Paul Newman type salad dressings oh, with Tom right, Petty's right, in, Like man. Newman's
3: own, but like Petty's own or yeah. something. Uh-huh. Tom Petty Petty. Yeah. Petty spaghetti. Petty spaghetti. <laughs> 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 I would buy that. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Tom Petty Spaghetti. I
2: would. Um, Mm -hmm. Alright, so more rock news. Check this out. I thought this was interesting. The new Black Keys album is apparently named after the last words of an executed man from Tennessee. So the new album is called Let's Rock and apparently frontman (laughs) Dan Auerbach said this. This is the story. He says, The coincidence was so strange and so absurd adding that a darker, more absurd undertone to what the surface sounded almost like a cliche. Uh, Apparently when the band was in the studio in Tennessee... On that same day, a man was executed in Tennessee, the band, while they were in the studio. And apparently, they asked him if he had any last <laughs> words, and he said, let's rock. Oh, wow. <laughs> and he just said that, and so that that became the name of the album. Uh, the man was put to death in the electric chair, which is now the image of the cover of the album. So, Wow. Some good last words. Yeah, well,
4: let
3: I mean, else can you Straight say? to the point, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's do this. Um. All right. So check this out. Slipknot following Metallica's lead and making their own whiskey.
3: Oh, I heard about this.
2: Uh, it's called Iowa whiskey, and then they have a number nine reserve, which apparently has a little more alcohol, uh, ninety nine proof, and the Iowa number nine whiskey is ninety proof. It's um, based out of Iowa, mm-hmm. a Cedar Ridge Winery and Distillery, award winning, old school place from Iowa. So it's all out of there. I think it's kind of cool that they're keeping it local. At least you know they like to represent Iowa and kind of where they're from and so i, think I mean
1: isn't it sad that bands have to like do shit like it is gimmicky marketing shit like this mm-hmm. to this is make where money. it's at yeah, yeah. they can't make money off of playing their music anymore or what yeah you know?
2: Know. It, it's become stuff like this that people want to just you know buy like that it's so cool artwork mm-hmm. it is cool artwork. no it's cool it's, uh know, 40 bucks it's, it's not that, that bad I, I, I'd, I'd buy, buy as, some
4: i don't see it as like be in your favorite drink or something, but it'll be something that you can get a rock fan, you know, for Yeah, novelty or, yeah, something, or yeah,
2: something. Yeah, exactly. There yeah. you
3: go. Sure. But my sister, uh, for my birthday, my sister bought me a bottle from Maynard's Vineyard. Yeah. And I haven't opened it, so it's still sitting there. Yeah, the
2: Caduceus Selders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 Maynard. And then uh, Les Claypool makes his own wine. Uh, a lot of them, you know, kind of get into that, so... I think it's kind of cool. Yeah, they're probably just they, they drink it themselves, and they're just hardcore alcoholics. They're like, let's cut the costs here. You know, if I'm going to be drinking it, I might as well fucking yeah, get it and make it myself. You know, Shit. I want to make my own beer. <laughs> I don't right. have to Buy it. Oh, yeah, there you go. Uh, so SlipknotWhiskey.com. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So maybe they were drinking Slipknot whiskey at Jimmy Buffett's fan club in the Dominican <laughs> Republic because 47 members of the fan club fall ill. And a resort doctor prescribed medication for parasites for these people. Here's a group shot of the people that were staying at this resort in the Dominican Republic. Uh, Jimmy Buffett was doing a concert down there. Uh, It was in Punta Cana this past April. According to People Magazine, 114 of the Parrot Heads, as they're called, checked into the Hotel Rio Palace, Macau. Yeah. And 47 of them experienced diarrhea, vomiting, dizziness, and headaches. Wow. Wonder, everybody
4: keeps dying lately?
2: Yeah, well... Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it,
1: Dominican it, Republic, man. It says yeah. that,
2: yeah. Uh, meanwhile, the FBI and uh, CDC have launched investigations into the ongoing health crisis... In the Dominican Republic, this is just another story of that, so... Wow.
1: But, like, people uh, have been getting murdered and shit there. Oh, yeah. That,
3: too. Yeah, Man, sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it's crazy. Pu- Punta Cana sounds, like, incredibly like an insult to me. <laughs> like something you would <laughs> call somebody. Right? Punta Cana. Do you have low energy? Fatigue? A case of the moon days? Do you feel stranded, alone, and lost in the bleak void of primitive human existence? Longing for an ambrosia that will perk clarity and pull you from the dull sludge of your dismal life and family. Ball Jack's the key. Made from a patented blend of a 1,000 milligrams of taurine. For the drive of a true Ball Jack champion. 300 cc's of caffeine stacked. 5,000 milliliters of ginkgo biloba. Helping to stimulate the brain and regain the memory loss as a result of drinking Ball Jack. (laughs) Plus... 20 cardiograms straight from the delta thorax of a living malaysian tiger wow and an ounce of pineapple juice concentrate ball jack will transform you from the pathetic lazy stupid idiot slob that you are right now to something akin to a buster rhymes hype man in just seconds (laughs) grab the intensity grab the heat grab some ball jack right in the ball jack Available at participating local motels. Copyright, thegaragerockshow.com. All rights reserved. Winton, California. Just listen to the non-forced consumer
0: testimonials from Nancy in Huskogee, Wyoming. <laughs> Come on, Nancy. No,
3: no.
0: <laughs> See, she's, she's just, she's so jacked out of her mind right now. She can't even can't. properly put to words, Charles. Just listen to the non-forced consumer testimonials from James from Red Eye District of New Jersey. James. How do, you, how do you feel about Ball Jack, James? <laughs> James. He's playing James. And got, James is jacked out of his mind right James. now, too. He can't even put it oh, into words, either. Okay. Ball Jack. Guaranteed little to no teeth Uh
2: all right. Some more rock news. Tom York announcing his new solo album, Anima, and Paul Thomas Anderson-directed companion film. Huh uh it's called anima it's his third full-length solo effort and it's coming out thursday june 27th uh physical release july 29th you can order it through his website i believe um uh, what does it say accompanying the album is a one reeler uh, also entitled anima directed by acclaimed filmmaker paul thomas anderson who did boogie nights and a bunch of other great movies as a teaser video explains, a one-reeler is a motion picture, especially a cartoon or comedy, of 10, 12-minute duration contained on one reel of film. Hmm. So it's it's popular. It was popular in the silent film era, so it's kind of like an old-school way of doing a film and just on one
3: reel. Wow. So, that's kind of cool. Yeah, Tom that's York. cool. I don't, you know, it could go either way, though, because sometimes Tom York kind of gets a little out there. Like, <laughs> yeah. He gets a little extreme. Yeah. You so know, we'll see. It's great.
2: Uh, and he's got a bunch of tour dates all over the world. Uh, And as well as some West Coast states, he's coming to Berkeley October 18th and um, L.A., Santa Barbara at the end of October as well. So check that out. Uh, More rock news this week. Michael Anthony giving us an update on that Van Halen reunion tour and why the plug was pulled. He says the plug got pulled. Uh, He said in a new interview, quote, I'm sure you know Sammy had made a statement saying I was offered to do a tour, and I can tell you I spoke with the band's manager, Irving Azoff, last October, and that's when I first heard from him. He asked if I would be interested in a a kind of reunion, and I told him I said, yeah, I was finishing up a couple shows with Sammy, and I said, yeah, I'd be interested to hear what you guys have going on. I got these few dates left and give me a call. I never heard a call back. He went on to say, and then right after the first of the year, Dave's business manager or lawyer or somebody got a hold of me about a meeting or something. And so at that point, I gave it over to to our manager because I didn't want to start getting in this whole thing. I want to do it the correct way, especially after the way things went for me in 2004. He he went on to say, from what I've heard, and I haven't spoken to any of the guys, they were going to try and do a thing for the summer. And for whatever reason, the next thing I knew, the plug got pulled on it,
3: Hmm. end quote. What what happened to him in two thousand four?
2: Well, he got a raw deal. Like they uh, they said, if you want to go on this tour with us, you got to sign away all your rights oh. to all this music, and we're going to pay you um, x amount of dollars, and you'll go on this tour, and that'll be it. Because now you don't have any kind of stake in the they band. Make a h-
1: hired gun out of him. Basically. Yeah, yeah, right. Pay him a salary. And, right.
2: Yeah, and so that and so he agreed to do that, and he was in a tough spot at that time, I think, and he probably looks back on that i think he's said that he wish he wouldn't have done that because he signed away all his royalty rights and everything oh, man. For, the, for the for the band and so it just yeah kind of made him a hired gun and kind of took the the wind out of his sails so to speak and so he's always just kind of been like you know they're still like yeah i'll do it oh guys you know he's been he's a nice guy you know even though they did all that fucked up sh- shit to him you yeah know? and he still wants to play with them so I don't know. So it's just kind of a sad situation. And you know,
4: only him and Sammy showed up to the Rock and Roll
3: Hall of Fame. Oh, really? Yeah, that's right. Yep. Oh, wow. They were the only two. Why, man? That's crazy. That's like you know, super honor.
2: And he's like such a nice guy that that's why you know.
3: Yeah, I think uh, William Nosferatu Corgan did something similar to his uh, to the Nosferatu. to the bassist. Right. Yeah, I, that I happens so. all over music, um, man. Yeah. yeah, it's an old
1: story. Yeah, Darcy. Yep,
3: Darcy. Oh, Darcy, yeah, that's right, Darcy that's right. Retsky. Yep. What wasn't that? Isn't that what? Didn't that happen, Chris? Wasn't wasn't uh, Billy Corgan trying to do something similar to that to the basis? And then later on, like she did, kind of a little tell-all, and he was like, "No, it's not true." Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. Who knows what the real deal was with that? But yeah, she basically went on to say, like, "No, he's the one who's blocking this and that, and I I'm the one who wanted to participate, but it had to be on his terms and yeah. blah blah blah." Right. So, I don't know. It's just always mm-hmm. something like that with these bands. And original lineups. Um, this is interesting. More rock news. Check this out. David Gilmour uh, auctioning off a bunch of his guitars for charity. And they are going way above the estimates. They were estimating like 100000 150000 for some of these guitars. Whoa. Well, one of them just sold for $1.8 million. <sighs> wow. After a four-minute bidding war on a 1954 Fender Strat. Whew. And it set a new world record for a Stratocaster at auction. Uh, his 1969 Martin D35 Nazareth Acoustic, which was cited as his favorite guitar and used as his primary studio acoustic since 71, was valued about 10000 20000 but sold for $1.095 million. Wow. That tops the previous auction record for a D35, which was Eric Clapton's 1939, which sold for uh, $790,000 in 2004. That's so, amazing. Isn't that wild?
3: That is amazing. I hope so, they play them. I hope they actually play them.
2: Some of the other ones were his 1976 Ovation Acoustic, which he used on Pigs on the Wing. That brought 399000 His Jetson Steel Guitar on that he used on Shine On You Crazy Diamond Soul for 300000 And a 1966 Strat fetched 423000 as well. And he still hasn't sold the 1969 Black Fender, Fender Strat, which he used on all of those albums and tracks, including Comfortably Numb. Shine on your crazy diamond. So you got to wonder how much that's going to go for. Yeah. If these other ones are already up to 1.8 million. Huge. It features 120 of his guitars, and it benefits Gilmore's long-running charitable foundation that gives money to famine, relief, homelessness, and displacement of people throughout the world. Oh, that's cool. Really cool charity. Yeah, that's a lot of money to go to that charity. That's awesome. I know. Imagine being one of those guys like, yeah, I'll buy one of those guitars for 1.8 million dollars. I know. Fucking nuts, man. Yeah. You or could
1: just th- buy yeah. one at a thrift store and say... Because it's charity there.
2: And just pretend
4: it's Gilmore's yeah. guitar. Billionaire's is just a big write-off for him anyways. That's the thing, right? Yeah. Charity.
2: Yeah, it's for that's charity. true. That's true. Um, all right, so check it out. Jack White doesn't own a cell phone and never has <laughs> He, is talking, he comes up a lot with cell phone news. Well, he was talking about how he's banned cell phones and smart devices from his concerts, and people were interviewing him with UK's Channel 4 News, and he said, quote, for someone like me who is one of the few who doesn't own a cell phone, it's pretty funny to walk down the street and see everyone doing this as he mimed a person glued to their screen. He said, I never owned one, so I'm out there. I'm like an anomaly, and I'm looking at everybody. To me, everybody looks silly, and then you're like, whatever. It's their lives. Who knows? Maybe this is the way everything is going to be from now on. I have no
3: idea. Nobody really does. Maybe it'll turn into implants.
2: Probably it'll turn into a microchip behind our eyeball or whatever. <laughs>
3: yeah, let's get rid of all the maybes and probably's from that from that uh, paragraph right there. It's it's that's all going to happen. <laughs> it's just a matter of time. Uh, yeah. So
2: there you go. Anyway, uh, all right. Let's move on. On this day, in music history trivia, guys. On this day, in 1994. Okay. Take your, uh, take your eyes there. To June 21st, 1994, a judge rules against this artist in his lawsuit against his current record record label, Sony. Back in the 80s, Sony buys CBS and Columbia Records, which, which this artist was on at the time. And on this new album, under the new ownership, he claims Sony retaliated against him by giving his follow-up solo album no promotion, and the album doesn't sell well. Was it A, Ozzy Osbourne, B, Phil Collins... Or C George Michael.
3: Hmm. What do you guys think? Hmm. hmm.
4: Ninety-four, huh? I'm gonna go, I'm gonna say C George Michael.
3: I'm doing C George Michael too. It okay. Sounds, Any reason? It just. It, just because I have no idea who it is. Uh, so I just went with whatever the first person said. I have no clue. Cool.
4: I'm gonna say Phil Collins. I don't have any reason. That's just what I'm leaning towards. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: No, that's good. That sounds good. right. George, what do you think?
4: Uh, I agree with the
2: other guys that it's George Michael. George Michael? Okay. Uh, let's see what it is. Yeah. Oh, oh, George yeah. Michael. A George a judge rules against have faith, him. Aaron. In his lawsuit against his record label, Sony, derailing his music career for a couple years. So his duo Wham! was signed to Columbia Records, and when he launched his solo career in 84, he stayed with the label in 88. The, the That album, Faith, was a worldwide top seller, right? Yeah. Signed a new eight-album deal with Columbia at the time. So this was also the year Sony acquired CBS and Columbia, so his first album under that new contract... Uh, It was in 1990, burned out from the scrutiny of success that came with Faith. He takes a new track, uh, attack, excuse me, rejecting many industry customs to focus on his artistic endeavors and personal well-being. He doesn't appear on the album cover or in the videos, refuses to tour. The album sells over 7 million copies, about half as many as Faith. And he claims, though, that Sony held back promotion to retaliate against him. In an effort to free himself from his contract, he files a lawsuit in October 92, but ultimately the judge sides with Sony and, and orders Michael to actually pay the defendant's court costs.
3: Uh, <laughs> look he, at that quote right there. Like yeah, they say, it, yeah,
2: Sony says, quote, we have great respect for George Michael and his artistry and look forward to continuing our relationship with him because he's still under yeah, the contract. Yeah. So he refuses to record for Sony, puts his career on hold, and the la- label entertains offers to buy out his contract. In 1995, he agrees to a two-album deal with Virgin, uh, and then uh, Sony gets 40 million, and he got out of the deal. So there you oh, go. Oh wow, uh, crazy, huh?
3: They paid a lot for George Michael, but it screwed up his, his career. You got it. Career
4: is pretty much over at that. Yeah, point. Exactly. Yeah, exactly.
2: Right. That was it. After that, so it just got he got screwed on that. Wow. But hey, you know, that's the way it, that's the way it went back then. Yeah, for sure. All right, double trivia, guys. On this day in 1948. Uh, June 21st, 1948 The Columbia record label uh, Talking about them again Announces what new technological breakthrough Is it A. Stereo recording technology B. The first LP Which is a long playing record Or C. The first 45 RPM single Mm Hmm. What do you guys think? Let's see Aldoferty Vinyl Types
3: so let's—I'd say that's well—that's eight years after Captain America got the serum. So <laughs> I'm gonna go with B, the first LP, okay, long-playing record. Okay.
2: What do you guys think?
4: I don't know. My dad was born in '48. I bet you he would know this.
3: <laughs> Why? guess he—but he was just born. He, he was, was just, just a born, baby. <laughs> but he would know that. <laughs> it would be a fact, though. Like yeah, uh, yeah, fact that year. From that year or yeah.
4: That year, you know, they did it. There you go. <laughs> I don't know, man.
2: A, Stereo?
4: Stereo stereo recording. I'm going to say stereo,
1: too.
2: Okay, George, what do you say? Oh, I give up. What is it? What? (laughs) you got to make a guess first. (laughs)
4: Actually, I don't know. Stereo should have been out way before that, I think, huh?
1: No, no. No?
4: No? Not really. Okay, well, I'm going to stick to it then, (laughs) since you guys are leaning towards it. (laughs) Yeah,
1: everything was mono, because no one had a stereo receiver to play the stereo recording on. Oh. It was all mono radios. They're all
2: good thoughts, Science. but it is actually the LP. Yeah, mm. Charles was right. It's the first long play, 33 rpm microgroove, micro-groove. record introduced nice. by Columbia Record Company at a New York press conference, June twenty first, nineteen forty eight. At the same time. Columbia introduced a vinyl seven-inch, thirty-three rpm microgroove single, calling it the ZLP. But it was short-lived and very rare today because RCA Victor in- introduced the forty-five rpm single a few months
3: later, which became the standard. So, huh? I wonder f- who was the artist that was on the first LP.
2: Yeah, uh, that's a good question. George um, Michael? George eh, Michael? Probably not. <laughs> yeah. Crow milk, of course, is the protein-based milk uh, dairy product. Made with the eggs of crows, which we all know the eggs of crows are some of the most fortified eggs in the bird kingdom. Charles, you know from harvesting crow's eggs uh, yourself. <laughs> oh, absolutely. The the fortification and benefits of these crow's eggs. Yeah. Sometimes you can just crack one open in your mouth and get the raw nutrients like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. But crow's milk does so much more. It, it, it not helps only with inflammation. It, it it not only harnesses yeah. the power of the crow egg, but it it <laughs> blends it up in dairy based product that is just uh, second to mm-hmm. none. You know,
3: and it truly gives you that. It truly gives you that that scavenger chest. Like it <laughs> it really it makes you it you makes know, you have the
2: mindset of a crow. You can see those crows on the street where you're yeah. driving your car <laughs> and they don't move out of the way. Yeah, because they're fucking jacked up on crow milk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you could be the
3: same way. You know, you could just have that. I don't give a fuck mentality yeah. on crow milk. Yeah, exactly. Crow. Yeah, crow milk. Drink it. Drink it and, and be one with, with your own, um, with your karma.
0: Harness the power of the crow. Harness the power of the crow. Crow milk, so...
2: Thank you, crow milk. Uh, all right, movie, TV, and entertainment news. Uh, pretty lame box office over the weekend. Men in Black was at the top, but only with 28.0 uh, million, and it fell far short of expectations of 30-plus million. Um, it's you know I don't even know who was it. it was Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson yeah in that one you guys didn't I imagine no one saw it here right
1: doesn't anyone have any original ideas anymore? <laughs> I know no, right it's it's no, fucking, sad. I mean it's just reboot after reboot after like Aladdin reboot, too
2: uh, Aladdin was on here and Shaft these yeah. are all like you like know? is there
1: a Friends reboot
2: yet Godzilla there oh, yeah yeah Godzilla.
3: Um, anyway, oh, I would, I would still, I would still go see John Wick. I still want to see John Wick. Yeah, that I, would be cool. John Wick Chapter Three, ones. that'd be a good one. It's
4: gonna be the same too.
3: It is. It's gonna be the yeah, same. More ass Somebody kills his dog or tries to kill his dog, and then he just probably goes on a get rampage. like in a month
4: <laughs> or so. We'll get Return of the Return of the Planet of the Apes. Right. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: the War Planet of the Apes, Return. The Return of the <laughs> War of the Return.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Charlton Heston's going to come back from the grave. Oh, and here we go. <laughs> he's going re- to return.
4: Which leads right into this next shit. Oh, um, I, I, yeah, I really want to see this. Yeah, the
2: Joker's
3: going
4: to yeah. be the
2: first R-rated live-action Batman movie. Um, apparently, they've all been PG-13. Or oh, yeah, that's the one with Joaquin
4: below. Phoenix, huh? Yeah. Crazy he, motherfucker.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, you get a crazy crazy person to play a crazy person. I mean, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's going to be cool. Yeah, this um, one's supposed
2: to be dark, huh? Yeah. Also, Robert Pattinson was confirmed to star as the Dark Knight.
3: Um, I so. don't even who is that. What? He's
2: the one who did the no. uh, Twilight series. Yeah. He's,
3: oh no, not really. He's a sparkly
2: vampire. He's supposed to be the uh, Bruce, the guy who plays Bruce Wayne. No, no, no way. That's not gonna work. But that's not. It, his eyes are way m- too far apart. In this, uh, <laughs> that's i's not in this movie though. Not in the Joker one. He's not playing him. in the I Joker think
1: film. for the first time ever. Man. I will be able to kick Batman's ass.
3: I know, right? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Sparkly vampire. Check
2: it out. First look at Spielberg's West Side Story. Uh, Steven Spielberg is remaking West Side Story Mm -hmm. with Steven Sondheim, Jerome Robbins, uh, Rachel Zegler to star as Tony and Maria uh, and Ansel Elgort. Uh, uh, Also, um, it's kind of a funny thing. Uh, Rita Moreno, who won an Oscar for her portrayal in the original film. is executive producing and actually playing a guy, the character of Doc, the shop owner. Oh. She's going to be playing a guy character, so I don't know how that's going to happen or oh, wow. what the deal is with that, but that's interesting.
3: I predict that overall that will make... Uh, Seven million in the box office. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a high <laughs> on, a, on a budget of like 200 million. Yeah, I'm Miss, gonna give it a high. Uh, Miss Doubtfire. Know, got mu- it done.
4: Musicals are back. What they're really in. Miss right Doubtfire. Now. What do you mean? Well, she's gonna be a guy, right? Robin Williams. <laughs> is that what it is? It's a remake right? of Mrs. Doubtfire.
3: <laughs> West Side uh, Story. Opposite, is r- opposite spin on Miss Doubtfire. <laughs> oh, my God. She's a. Oh dearie, is this a West Side Story? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Alright, check this out. Look at the side-by-sides here of uh, Sophie Turner. No,
1: that's scary.
2: And Boy George. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. That's crazy. So you guys are saying that she looks a lot like him, yeah? Who's her dad? I mean, kind of, yeah. (laughs) I can see it. So Game of Thrones star Mm -hmm. Sophie Turner may have found her next game-changing role. Uh, boy Boy George recently told Australian radio show that, quote, there have been some really interesting suggestions, and one of the most inter- uh, interesting suggestions was Sophie Turner. He noted that he thought a woman shouldn't play him but added when, quote, I was 17, I would have loved to have been her. Oh, that's funny. Quote. And she responded on Twitter. She said, I'm so down. Uh, and people were saying, yeah, I can picture oh. it.
3: It's just like a Taylor Swift and uh, William Nosferatu Corrigan, right? Like didn't didn't what? we didn't we see oh, yeah. that one time we saw a picture? Of oh Billy, yeah. yeah, and, and how it, they look similar. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's a, it's a, it's her dad.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Look at Ozzy is going to be joining the voice cast of the Trolls sequel. There's a new Trolls movie called Trolls World Tour. And it's like an all-star cast of a bunch of people, and, and apparently Ozzy is going to be on there as well. Nice. Um, because they needed a character. King Thrash. He's the leader of a tribe of <laughs> rock trolls.
0: Rock all, trolls. All yeah. these fucking trolls. Uh, Are those those trolls that got trolls. the hair?
2: Yeah,
4: I
3: guess. I don't know. Yeah. Those I've hairs never that, seen the hair that stands straight up. Oh no no! Those are you mean the trolls from like the nineties, <laughs> early nineties? Yeah. Oh, is that I don't not know. what this
4: is?
2: Maybe I don't know. I just I, see a I hand have, on that cover. I have no idea. Um, all right, so uh, treasure tra- troll. Is <laughs> that <laughs> what they were called? Yeah, yeah, treasure trolls with yep. the with the little gem on their stomach, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah.
3: exactly. Those are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you gave one to a girl you liked in '93. <laughs> yeah, maybe. You want this <laughs> troll? I like. She it. gave it back. Yeah. Do you yeah. like me? Yes, maybe.
2: <laughs> no, it was yes and no, and she wrote in maybe. Yeah, circle one.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, all right, so look at Sports Minute. Uh, four shot at Toronto's celebrating celebration for their NBA championship for the Raptors, uh, which is kind of crazy. Uh, it, like. Guns don't really... Shootings don't happen in Canada too often, Mm -hmm. so this must have been just pretty wild. That is crazy.
4: Blame Canada. (laughs) Hosers. Uh,
2: All right, look at Brazil's Marta sets a World Cup goal record. She scored her 17th career women's World Cup goal in Brazil's 1-0 win over Italy earlier this week on uh, June 18th, setting a new record for most World Cup goals by any player, male or female. Wow. So, congrats to her. She's awesome. Brazil's got some amazing soccer players. I
1: I know this is a little out of date, but did you uh, go... Say hey to the uh, St. Louis Blues.
2: Oh, yeah, we did. Yep. Yes, when when they won, we did, and we gave you a shout-out. Right on. Yeah, right so. On. Nice. Yeah, good stuff, man. That was awesome in their, like, what, 52-year history? Uh, or something right. like that, so 58 So the last year, time they
1: were there was 49 years ago against the Bruins, who shut them
4: out four games.
2: Wow. Wow. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, cool. Cool. I was rude against New York team. Sorry if New York is out there listening. Uh, all right, moving on. World news. Uh, look at they're saying population is expected to reach nine point seven billion oh, in twenty fifty. That's crazy. They're saying that nine countries will be responsible for more than half of the population of the entire world. They are in in descending order. So the most this is the most populated countries. They're saying India, hmm. night. Oh no, wait. Descending order. So these are the least. Oh, descending no, no. order from top, yeah, to from top to bottom. Oh, okay, so India, Nigeria, Pakistan, Congo, Ethiopia, Tanzania, Indonesia, Egypt, and the United States. All the places where food is plentiful. Yeah, the population in sub-Saharan Africa is expected to nearly double by 2050. Wow. The world population is also getting older because of increasing life expectancy. So that's kind of crazy. That's true.
1: I saw something that was saying that, um, like, like mathematically, longer. even if we leveled out right now, we would at, to at the didn't increase the birth rate or the death rate and blah blah blah. Right? There's no way to avoid getting to 11 billion people, which is sort of where they say certain it's like organizations the is like the breaking point. Like,
2: right? The Earth can't, and that's 9.7. So we're already the, almost there. Yeah. Yeah. So and it's because now.
1: people are living longer, yeah.
2: right?
4: Yeah. Shit, your heart goes out, you get a new heart, you get new lungs. Yeah. Well, and then there's religious yeah, groups absolutely. over there influencing those people yeah. in their lives, telling them they can't use birth control.
2: Yeah, you know? oh, and yeah. To just
3: have as many kids mm-hmm. as they can. Yeah. yeah. The Lord wants you to. Yeah. That's yeah. the way that it birth, is, birth Right. Can, birth control is just another way that the West is um is brainwashing you. i to just put my brain. Yeah, that's in what in they a, say. In a in a little drone that floats around after my body is all diminished. <laughs> yeah. Totally, man. I want to be like what's his face, like in? Richard Nixon. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, like Richard Nixon. Yeah, just float around and. I want to be like the dude talking. from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the brain inside of the big guy. Oh, you know? right. <laughs> this is kind of
2: crazy. I can't believe that a woman's never been on the moon, but uh, apparently they're going to be doing it on in 2024 on oh. a planned Artemis mission which aims to establish a sustainable human presence on the moon by 2028. What a shitty place to live. We'll we'll
4: just fuck this world up and move (laughs) to
1: a
2: different
4: one. Do they have any idea what will happen to that woman when she's on her period up there on the moon? (laughs) I don't know. What? Because it follows the lunar cycles, right? Oh, right. So if she's on top of the moon itself. She sends
3: a massive wave (laughs) down to Earth.
4: Wow, the
3: mess that's crazy because you know at first i thought george was joking and then it really is like a very scientific
0: yeah it <laughs> that's could be very,
3: yeah i was like wait he's not joking that Wait, what's going on here oh
0: these cramps are killing me <laughs> uh
3: yeah so who knows um but that's
2: happening uh, march 2024 20, the earth is gonna that's is what gonna they say
1: right that's what they say
2: 33 pounds of cocaine is what they say was found in philly one oh, of nice. the largest in u.s history Thirty three thousand pounds of cocaine oh yeah uh, they what found it in, it in a Philadelphia port a day earlier um, more than one billion on the street obviously so they it was part of a ship, and a ship. Two members of the ship's crew were arrested faced federal charges uh, It was a ship uh, off the west coast of South America sails under the flag of Liberia arrived in Philadelphia after its previous ports of call in Bahamas Panama, Peru, and Colombia. Oh
3: w- wouldn't a wall have stopped that?
0: Correct totally, me, correct, dude. Correct me if Build I'm wrong. Build a wall. A yeah.
3: wall across the Mexico border this... border would have stopped the totally the sea wall. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yar. So... Er, you hear that? That's the sound of Mother Nature. She's an uncompromising beast. Think about it. What was the largest mammal in the history of this Earth? The blue whale. What did they eat to become the largest beast on the planet? Krill. That's right, we've harnessed the power of the wild and mysterious krill in our new triple baleen filtered krill reserve lager. We filter our beer in a revolutionary baleen strainer, imitating the way blue whales would eat and process their krill. Yar, this is the same process, filters and extracts all of the seaworthy nutrients your body needs. We only harvest the most wild and exotic krill from one of the most deadly seas on the planet, the Black Sea. Yarr! So whether you're fishing for barnacles, sailing the seven seas of cheese, or disposing of unwanted trash or bodies in your nearest lake, Yarr! You need an uncompromising lager made of the same nutrients that fuel the beasts of the sea. Krill Reserve Lager. Triple baleen filtered for maximum krill potency. It's not just delicious. It's krillicious. Yarr! Check it out.
2: Tyson Foods and KFC joining the meatless bandwagon. So Mm -hmm. Tyson, you know, well-known for chicken, and now they're jumping on the meat substitute bandwagon. They're announced that they're going to be selling nuggets made from pea protein Mm -hmm. instead of chicken under the brand name Raised and Rooted. And then KFC's got something called the Imposter, which will feature a vegan chicken fillet from fake meat brand Curon, hmm, coated yeah. in KFC's unique 11 herbs and spices. Ooh. They had Jim
4: Carrey do the marketing yeah. for that with the old uh, when he did that Imposter video. I don't know what you uh-huh. mean. in color What is that? Uh, you guys? No, I don't
3: remember. Well, it. well explain no, it. No, I love tell the Living it,
4: Color. Tell, explain it. It was Let's a see, spoof what's of the that. Imposter? <laughs> remember that goofy ass song, Informer. Oh, yeah! yeah, yeah, he did a, oh, uh, that's right. a parody of it yeah, yeah, on In yeah. Living yeah. Color. That's right. Yeah, impostor.
2: Yeah. yeah, I'm just a white guy rapping. I'm, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and all
4: that. Yeah. <laughs> so he, they get him to do the marketing and, re, there go. and <laughs> <It's> <laughs> resurface <laughs> that old song.
3: Yeah, right, right. I see where you're going. with Yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. But uh, well, if you're listening, Jim
2: Carrey, do it.
3: Dude, go for it. You know Jim Carrey is listening. Funny or die, I'll put it together for you. There you go. That's
2: true. Um, All right, so advertisers are reconsidering targeting millennials (laughs) because they're broke, says a new study. Oh, my God. Uh, Millennials born between 81 and 96 should be an advertiser's dream at this point. They should be living in their own homes, buying all their own things, but they're not as desirable as you might think. A new study uh, found that the net worth of millennials under age 5 has plunged 35% since 96, and that doesn't really give them a lot of disposable income. A new study finds that advertisers are figuring out that Americans working in the 70s and 80s got quote huge wage increases, but millennials now have to beg for a three percent raise. Yeah. Adding crushing student crushing student debt and the ever increasing cost of housing, and millennials just can't spend like previous generations. As a result, advertisers are rethinking their plan to target millennials. Here's the makes sense. Look at the wage, uh, the percentage change uh, in median income. So the old people are really balling—62 plus right now. They're the ones that are spending a lot of money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But everybody that's young, under 40 or middle age, 40 to 61, really doesn't have uh, too much to to work with. That makes sense. Um, in memoriam this week, Gloria Vanderbilt. She died at the age of 95. So, oh wow, can't believe she's been along, uh, alive that long. Honestly, I didn't know she was still alive. Uh, her son was Anderson Cooper, yep. uh, mm-hmm. CNN mm-hmm. journalist. And so he did the obituary on the air, and that was kind of cool and heartfelt. Um, just well, her, to, her son just still is
4: Anderson Cooper. Well, yeah, I know,
0: right?
4: Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> that is nice, true. Nice, nicely done. Anderson Cooper is still Sorry, her man. son.
2: Uh, but anyway, conspiracy quarter. Uh, Facebook planning its own Bitcoin like digital currency. Oh, oh, come on, guys. Come on, meow. It's supposed to be called Libra and it could be used by it's more than 2 billion users around the world uh, people are saying obviously they already have a ton of information on everybody and this is like this another way. Someone slapped the shit out of the Zuckerberg guy.
3: Well have you have you seen the Black Mirror, the new Black Mirror episodes? Have you guys no. Seen those? They do one and it's kind of like it's very it's very kind of emotional but it's like uh, it's just like the Mark Zuckerberg but it's this other guy plays him it's pretty crazy. Topher, Topher Grace the guy from uh, uh, That 70s Show plays right. him and it's it's like a social commentary on him and like how things just kind of spiraled out of his control. That's a good show. Yeah, I like a good that show.
2: show. Um, so yeah, um, Facebook—they're they're saying Facebook's already too big and too powerful, but looks like they're going to be going forward with it. So lame. Uh, going to give him a lot of advantages. Can wearing a hat contribute to baldness? Do you guys think that's true? No. Well, here's the thing: they say if it's the hat is very tight yeah it cuts off the circulation, but just covering your hair doesn't cause baldness, yeah but if you wear a hat that's super tight that right. cuts off your circulation, that's what actually kills your follicles and stuff. My old
1: man like... used to say he was bald because his head would always bang against the headboard <laughs> <That's> <laughs> oh, a <good> one. shit.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I used to work with this guy he had we he wore a hat all the time, but he had this mop sticking out the bottom of it. We always thought he had just this. Mop of hair. Mane of hair. (laughs) Worked with him for years. Never seen him take off his hat. Finally, we saw him one time take off his hat and wipe the sweat (laughs) off his brow, you know, with his hat in his hand. Yeah. And his entire top was missing.
3: Oh, nice. Like like, Gallagher. Holy
4: shit. (laughs) Ken's bald? (laughs) Yeah. Holy crap. We thought he... (laughs) I'd say... So he just had the hat because it just hid hid the top part. Yeah. You never know. What a trip. (laughs) But I doubt that was the reason why he went bald.
3: Oh, yeah. No. Like people say all kinds of stuff. I met a tweaker once who told me he lost all of his teeth because he ate too much candy. I think it's uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell me this. his was. I think it's now. hereditary. Yeah. I doubt
4: a,
2: a, a hat is going to speed up the process at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, is that what they're saying on here? No, no. They say that uh, you know it. Uh, they say that if someone were to wear a hat very tight for long periods of time that that could cause damage to the hair. Mm. Other experts say the fabric the hat is made of could contribute to hair loss if it causes an allergic reaction. But overall, they agree for most people, wearing a hat is not a serious risk factor when it comes to hair loss, and like you said, it's mostly genetic. Mm. Uh, And it can actually provide uh, protection from the UV suns and the rays, which is actually Hmm. better and more important anyway. Well, look at this crazy dude. On weekly what the fuck this week uh, Arnav Gupta the man who set himself on fire near the White House has passed away of his injuries obviously look at this guy somebody took a photo of this dude he was just walking hella slow on this park right across the street from the White House on Wednesday of this week um, they were rushed him to the hospital for treatment, but, I mean, you know, he died of his injuries. Why it's didn't f- I hear this I shit.
1: did not even fucking hear this. I, I, I follow the news pretty, I, pretty closely. Dude, I, I do, too. And I mean, really. I didn't even see this. A lot that of this stuff, so uh,
2: it's one of those stories that I think a lot of people, you know, they try and bury it because it's so fucking crazy.
3: Did that, he leave a note? I mean, is there a reason? Well, um, they protests? say
2: that he had been reporting missing early, uh, early hours on Wednesday. The Montgomery Police Department said that he was last seen by family when he left his home around 9.20 a.m. Police said they were concerned for his physical and emotional welfare. He had been making some kind of uh, Facebook stuff. I don't know. So, yeah.
3: Wow, that's crazy.
2: Yeah, set himself on fire wearing a USA sweater and uh, set himself on fire walking to the White House. Crazy. So, also this is crazy. An attack squirrel was found uh, by police that apparently has been uh, dis- squirrel yeah this guy kept the squirrel in his apartment and fed the animal meth to keep it aggressive <laughs> the squirrel was in a cage when they arrived and the suspect was not although another man was arrested on drug charges they set the squirrel free in a nearby wooded area adding that quote there was no way to safely test the squirrel for meth genius
3: <laughs> Genius.
4: <laughs> that fucking squirrel's out. Dude. Uh, messing up the other squirrels <laughs> Screw out here.
3: attack dogs, man. We gotta go with some methed up squirrels. Oh, uh, fuck. Imagine like a hundred of them coming at somebody like Dude. you know, they'd take down a whole police force. Methed out squirrel. My
2: army of meth squirrels. My army of
3: meth squirrels. Of meth squirrels. It'd
2: be the least thing you'd suspect they'd come out of the trees and everywhere <laughs> oh, you wouldn't <laughs> even know. <laughs> exactly. You'd be like expecting a dog or something, yeah. right? Like a guard dog. Alright, oh, this guy's yeah. probably
3: going oh it's a fucking squirrel. Oh no. Yeah, it just Gouging yeah, out eyeballs and flying around.
2: the hell does O.J. Simpson have a Twitter account for? And he's like <laughs> he's on there. he a hell of followers, too. I heard he said, Yeah, he says he, he." one of his quotes was he has a, quote, a little getting even to do. And that he says, quote, I've got some things to straighten out, end quote. Hmm. And one was apparently the gossip that he's Khloe Kardashian's real father, which he denied on Twitter on Sunday. So that's kind of like, crazy. Like, who gives a
1: fuck about either one of those
3: people? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like, I know.
2: Yep. He's just trying to make news for himself. We're talking about it, obviously, but it was just like, what
3: the hell's going on with that? He just oh, like digging his own hole, like always, man. He just keeps digging deeper. I got
2: some getting even to do again, you
4: yeah,
3: know, like I what did. The fuck? yeah, like, like didn't he already he like
1: beat some dude up that was trying to sell his? Yeah, yeah he broke his, into
2: uh, a house that had his memorabilia, right? And, right. Yeah, and stole it, saying it was his. Dude, yeah, he's crazy. Just huh? like
4: quit while he's ahead, and
3: <laughs> wow, yeah wait uh, is he in jail right now no like, bro. Out. you no he's you, no, you he's got out. off on double
1: murder dude you ought to be fucking laying low man yeah. I thought he was going to do some time.
4: good time for that last shit he's out already huh yeah I guess so yeah um All brain right. damage what was
3: that like a year or something they, they said he has brain damage from all the concussions <laughs> and they said his, his erratic <laughs> behavior is due to that
4: that's not true well Jones. you saw what they did to him in all those it's naked weird. gun movies
3: that's what it was that's right dude I know right that's what it was
2: all right, a couple Guinness World Records were set this week as one of them was a chef made 3378 burgers in 1 hour. Wow. Yeah, this Greek chef Akis <laughs> Petrizikis <laughs> broke all, all extremely rare. <laughs> <laughs> he broke the world record and entered the Guinness World Records for making 3378 burgers within an hour. It was the last stop of the Coca-Cola and Food Tour Festival where mm. they visited five cities and it all went to um, charity or like people the uh, homeless and People who couldn't, you know, afford to eat, it all went to a bunch of people there. Uh, I guess cool. That's cool. Uh, so
3: there you go. <laughs> <laughs> this next one. Oh my man! Man fits
2: 146 blueberries in his mouth for another Guinness World Record. Uh, 146 blueberries into his mouth at the same time. His record-breaking activities aimed to promote STEM education. The record must now be verified by Guinness. So he filmed it, I guess. So
3: how um how how do you determine that you have that ability? What do you mean to fit 146 blue? I don't in know who mouth. gets
2: that idea for this shit. I, I have I no know. idea, man. Yeah, saw one the other Honestly. day though. It was a, what's,
4: what's that show where they three people come on and they guess which one actually is the professional at whatever this thing is? Oh yeah, doing. what's You're,
1: what's your what's my line or what's my something like that? Isn't that what it is, George? Mm. What's my yeah. line?
2: Yeah,
4: yeah. Was, so there was this guy the other day. He was uh, <clears throat> had the Guinness Book of World Records for walking the longest distance across loose legos like oh no way <laughs> oh god and barefoot across loose legos and he went a half mile so there's just like a trail of loose legos
3: that's horrible
4: and i was telling my wife because i'm always walking around the backyard stepping on rocks barefoot and i'm like i wonder if i could do that i just have to walk a little bit over a half mile <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it's so oh, painful man, <laughs> man. Is, it's like it's it showed painful. his feet after they were all messed up oh up yeah and whatnot oh that's horrible horrifying he was a Dad probably knows what that's like a little bit, huh? He's used to it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, check it out. Look at this rare blue lobster on display. Uh, Apparently, it's, like, super, super rare. And they caught it, um, and they donated it to the New England... uh, Well, okay, so... Here's the deal. They caught this Arnold's lobster and clam bar, and Etham says that someone brought in a blue lobster that they caught in the ocean. The restaurant is keeping their lobster on display, inviting members of the public to come visit until it's either freed back into the ocean or is donated to the New England Aquarium. So I guess it's still hmm. uh, up in the air. I don't know. Or somebody wonders what it tastes like. I know. I'm,
3: I'm wondering <laughs> what it tastes like right now. <laughs> I wonder what it tastes like.
2: The University of yeah, Lobster Institute. Yeah, set it free. Yeah. Uh, said only one one in two million lobsters feature the y- unusual blue coloration, Wow, which is a genetic defect. I let set it free in a pot in my house. Oh. <laughs> set it free in my belly. <laughs> All right, this is funny. A woman who received a Marie Curie cake instead of a Mariah Carey cake. Uh Wait,
3: who fucking wants a Mariah Carey cake? I would rather have a Marie Curie cake.
2: (laughs) So a woman in England uh, asked her colleagues to get her a birthday cake with Mariah Carey on it, but instead they got her one with two-time Nobel (laughs) Prize-winning scientist Marie Curie on it. Those on Twitter were very amused by the mix-up, of course, and... uh, you know, and that, look at that picture of her. Like, that's gay. <laughs> <laughs> Mariah Carey. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> My uh, birthday cake was made of potatoes. <laughs> 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 All right, that's it for us this week. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you next week. Peace. Bye. Yeah. Goodbye. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents and the design of this podcast are property of the Garage Rock Show or used by TGRS with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. The third-party materials or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion standards or policies of the Garage Rock Show. TGRS assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein. This disclaimer is posted in full at thegaragerockshow.com.